And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and this episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the east end of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew, and as a wise man once said, tell, tell them, them that, that I sent you. you. <laughs> Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto, or give them a call, 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. We are here, we are live, Raptors fans, and this is the Wrap It Up Podcast. As mentioned, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and you know what? It's a Sunday evening. Raps have lost three games in a row. I know the fan base might be feeling a little ways, but that's why we're here for you. Vent with us here. We want to hear from you. What's going on with the Raps? Raps lose their third straight game as they fall to the Sixers 110 to 104. Again, three straight losses for your Toronto Raptors. A rematch game again, you know, kind of got a little rivalry going now with the Definitely. Sixers. The Sixers win, and I'm joined here. I got my guys here. I got Foots on the far side. Foots, what's up, man? Say what's up to the people. Salute. Hello, people. Twitter world, Instagram, and everywhere else. We're here. Q? What's going on, peoples? You okay, Q, man? You seem a little down. I thought Jack sounded sad from, like, the <laughs> second quarter. <laughs> Real right? talk. Real talk. Am I wrong? Did he not sound sad? Yeah, he did. He did sound sad. <laughs> sound like it was his last day on the job. <laughs> Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, as mentioned, Raptors lose, and I'm going to start right here. I'm going to keep it very simple. I'm going to give you a stat, and I want you guys to tell me okay. tell me if okay. this is just a coincidence or not, okay? okay? Since Kyle Lowry has returned to the lineup, the Raptors are 0-3. Is this a coincidence or no? Coincidence. Foots, I'm going to start with you. I'll start with you, Foots. I'm going to say it's a coincidence. Okay. We played really, really, we, like we played two tough teams. I say coincidence. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I feel like... Hold on, hold on. I feel like, I feel like while, blaming while it. While thinking, okay. I'm going to also say that I want this question to be asked to the viewers as well. So if you're listening right now live on Twitter, at Shell Alexander, or on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander, please let us know what you think. Raptors are 0-3 since Kyle Lowry came back. I'm just asking the question, not giving any answers. Yeah. Coincidence or not? Q. I said coincidence for the first part because I think that would be blaming everything on Kyle coming back uh-huh. would be letting everybody else off the hook. Yep. Hmm. Siakam hasn't been the same in three games, and he's still our number one. He's, it's not like his touches went away. Okay. He just hasn't had it. Everybody goes through ups and downs, slumps, and high, you know, good games and bad games. Um so it's a coincidence. I don't. I don't agree with the rotation. Okay. The the the, the application of the minutes. Uh-huh. Right. So yes, you have to get Kyle back into the groove and yeah. surge. Yeah. But to then just put the, everything on them, like I said, like you like the saying goes, right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Okay. Oh, wow. I was so, gonna go. Sorry, so, go ahead. sorry. I got yeah. You. So so yeah. So I don't. I don't want to say, oh, it's Kyle's fault, right? Because that lets everybody else off the hook. Okay. Okay. I was going to say back to life, back to reality. (laughs) This is exactly who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think think that, I don't even think that it's the fact that Kyle's back or not. I think regardless of what lineup the Raps were throwing out there, 
these were going to be three very difficult games. And so if you told me that heading in, they were going to go 0-3 to Miami and to the Sixers, and what's the game I'm missing? What's the Houston. game in the middle? Houston, sorry. Yeah, Miami, Houston, and the Sixers. If you are going to tell me the Raps before this was going to go 0-3, yeah. I would have believed you. So I don't really... I don't For th- real? Yeah. I would have said, go, I, I said one and two. Here's, here's the thing. The Philly game, I saw this blowout coming a mile away. And I know the score says that it was a six-point game, but this wasn't really a six-point game. This was a Philly beatdown. Yeah, the Raptors went on, what, a 16-5 run to cut it late to make it seem like it was close. But this was not a close game. And the reason why I see this coming is because Philly, again, they're undefeated at home this season. They're also front runners. You expect them to play well at home. Embiid had a bad game True. last time against the Raps. Yeah, not like he played great. <laughs> not like he played great tonight. But at the same time, the crowd was going to be into it. They're going to be rocking. It just seemed like uh, had all the makings of the Raptors losing that game. And I just think that much like I think Philly's a good team. I think Houston's a very good team. And I think Miami's a very good team. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not I can't say I'm stunned that the Raptors went 0 three. My issues here with Kyle Lowry being back in the lineup is I just think that the flow of the offense, for whatever reason, and if that's for Kyle to blame, if that's for uh, Nick Nurse, if that's for Fred and Pascal for being more passive now that Kyle's back, I just think the offense doesn't nearly look as good as it did when Kyle was out of the lineup. I feel like they're running more sets. There's more ball movement. That's just that's just what I see. What yep. do you guys think? Like, what do you guys think no, of the I... offense particularly with Kyle back? Definitely, I think I think there's been a lot of Iso ball mm-hmm. and a lot of, I mean, nothing wrong with the pick and roll, but there's a lot of pick and roll, whereas uh-huh. the ball movement has stopped. Yeah. I don't feel like Gasol is is leading the offense as much. Yeah. Or, or even sometimes not even getting touches going down the floor. Yeah. It just, yeah, there's a lot of standing around. There's a lot of just nothing wrong with three-point shots, but it, it's not three-point shots in rhythm. It's like... End of the clock. Yeah. I have to shoot this this shot. Mm-hmm. Oh? Yeah. Um, I would say that the Raptors were doing a lot of things that they weren't accustomed to doing. Mm-hmm. Like, the first half we pointed out, um, I didn't know when was OG, like, a post-up player. Yes. Now, before you finish that point, OG finished with 19 points in this game. But further to your point, how is he getting those buckets? It looked kind of weird. Back to the basket. and I've ne- <laughs> And we've never seen that before. No. Right, but again, to credit to Nurse, it, he was doing a, a lot of it in motion, uh-huh. cross screens in the paint, uh-huh. and then he'd get the ball flashing. and then post up flashing, or it would be a straight post. But yeah, OG as the back to the basket type of player, and I don't know, I never thought that OG on um, Tobias was a mismatch. Yeah, <laughs> to post yeah. up, but hey, okay. Yeah, to me, I, I I agree with you guys, right? Like the ball movement just isn't the same that it used to be, and. If we, if we kind of switch gears here now, shouts to OG because you mentioned however he was getting the ball and it was weird at a moment he had like three straight post-ups, he was getting buckets. He finished with 19 points on 8 of 14 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3, but Very also got efficient. on the glass. 10 rebounds yeah. for OG, active 4 steals. Very active. Super active, both ends of the floor, and that's what they need from OG at an OB. But, now, I, think, but, but I think you can't. You know, what was it, two games ago, it was just Norm. Mm-hmm. This game, it's just OG. Yeah. Right? Through that run, it was six guys in double figures. It was 
Kyle and Siakam in, in, in sorry, not Kyle, sorry, Siakam and Fred with 20-plus yeah. points. It was a team effort. Whereas now it seems like everything's kind of stalled, and it just seems like one guy is, is going, and nobody else is, is going with guy. it. Yeah, I think too, and it starts with Pascal to me as well, because he finishes 7 of 18 from the floor, 0 for 4 from 3, 16 points for Pascal Siakam. And stats aside, right, because we try to give stats a back of the points of what we're seeing, but I test alone, Pascal's game to me, and this goes back to last season when the glow up started, to me, his points and when he was at his best comes off hustle. It comes off him running the floor. It comes off turning defense to offense, cutting to the basket. I agree. Not when you just dump it to him and try to go ISO one-on-one. And I feel like now with the ball not really flowing as well, it's Kyle just passing it to him and letting him go as if he's Kawhi or as if he's DeMar. And that's not Pascal's game at this state. Yeah. And I think, think, like you said, we're playing three good teams. So whereas if you're playing... Maybe tomorrow against the Bulls, mm-hmm. he might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But against Houston mm-hmm. and PJ Tucker like tonight, against Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. that's it's not against as easy. Bam. It's not going to come against yeah. Bam. Same thing, mm-hmm. right? Orlando and uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, right? Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Right. The matchup, the matchup does not dictate that. That that's how you're going to get your buckets, right? Yeah. yeah. So, just again, going ISO, or just you know clearing the floor and letting him go. Any of them, playing against good teams, it's not going to work. Yeah. And also, I just think, like, with him being the man, like, Foots, is this right or wrong? Like, the scouting report's out now. Teams are going to be ready for Siakam. You're not surprising people anymore. Nope. So when it tightens up on defense now and they just dump it to him, is that even putting him in a position to succeed? No, that's putting putting him in a position to fail. Because everybody knows if you watch Siakam's game, he's better out in the open. Mm -hmm. He's better out in the open court. Even if there's movement in the half court, he's better off the movement. And there's no movement. You can't just dump it into him, clear out the lane, and everybody's watching Siakam cook. That doesn't work. It's not yeah. going to work, right? The yeah. defense is set. They can shade guys over to him, right? So, uh, And they're forcing him to shoot. They know he's a driver. They're forcing him to shoot now. So him being the number one, yes, the scouting report is out. He's going to have to battle through those. He's going to have to play through double teams. But again, too, it's back to reality. We all knew this coming into this season. But I think he, I think he's also what's what's shocking more to me more than the offense because again, it's 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 a glow up for a reason, right? He's uh-huh. he's going to be a star, yes, right? He he's, is, for he, sure. He he made. I mean, everybody's penciling him in the, in the All Star, but he's going to be an All Star. He's not there yet. He hasn't been there yet, right? Uh-huh. So there are going to be peaks and valleys, yep. right? To me, it just seems like his energy is not there, right? So hmm. the on the defensive end, so even if your shot's not falling, like we were saying a couple a uh, couple nights ago, is the superstars when their shot's not falling, they find another way to affect the game. But the steals Impact. aren't there, the blocks aren't there, the hustle rebounds aren't there, right? Yeah. The one-on-one defense isn't there. So it's it's that part with that has me thinking. Something's up, whether it's t- whether it's fatigue, whether it's yeah the competition. And I I don't disagree with you at all in the sense that you know, for sure he needs to be more active. But also it's kind of a, a little bit of remember how you got here, yeah, right. Definitely. Like the things that you did that made you so successful were those hustle plays. Were that like when was the last time we saw the uh, Siakam leak out and Lowry finding him on the fast break? Right. And how many Maybe. times did we see that last year? Right, I feel like Siakam was getting at least six, 
I know this sounds crazy, but I want to say like six points a night yeah. just off leaking yeah, out last six, year, just, running yeah. the floor, getting the layups and beating beating, people. Ev- beating everybody down the floor. Yeah. Right? Which again, you're t- tonight, if you're you know, if you got Horford on you and that shot goes up, you should be gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? No way Horford's again, Horford's also going in for the rebound. So if you're not gonna go in for the rebound, you should have been leaking out. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Other big news we should bring up off the off the top of this pod as well is Fred Van Fleet goes down, and that's a huge loss for the Toronto Raptors. Fred Van Fleet left this game as he had a knee, right knee contusion. I think it was a right knee, but he had a knee contusion. He was out from the middle of the game on, missed the end, obviously. How big of a loss would it be to lose Fred Van Fleet at this stage of the season with Foots? Um, it's, it's a loss. Definitely, definitely. But you know what? Unfortunately, you know it's next man up, mm-hmm. right? So it's like same one of those. Thing when Lowry went down, same thing when Lowry went down, right? And I feel like we have capable guys that come in. We have plug and play type of guys. Our offense is plug and play. Yeah. So I feel like any of the reserves that we have, and maybe this is the time where Hollis Jefferson gets a, gets a lot more playing time because he mm-hmm. needs to play more. He's he's an active guy. He's playing hard defense. Him and Boucher, like those yeah. guys, just like Q said earlier, those guys should be playing. Yeah. Now, with Fred going down, you know, get better, Fred, but next man up. Yeah, it's a huge blow to Fred Van Fleet, and it's so funny, too, because, not funny, but we were talking about the fact that, we were talking during the game, because I was always, like, not on board with this whole, what, how much is Freddie going to make this season and all that, because I, what was I saying? I was like, we're not even at game 30 yet, right? And even if you go back to last year's playoffs, we're basically... 30 games of Fred Van Fleet putting in like gangster work for the Raptors to the point where you're saying, yes, he can be the future. This was a show me season. And so we're 20 games in and he played great so far, but there's so much talk about, oh, will he get 25? Will he get 30 mil a year? It's kind of like, whoa, 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 slow down. But in this instance, of course, you don't want to see anyone get hurt. But the reality is when Kyle got hurt, we saw what you had in Terrence Davis is this another opportunity for him to work his way back into the rotation and get like consistent, legit minutes every night? Because he was huge for the raps when Lowry was down. No. Yeah. And I, I, again, when we, when you ask the question to start off is, is it Kyle's not Kyle's fault, but you asked, is it, is it a coincidence? And I, and I said, we can't put all the blame on him is my thing is why, like obviously minutes were going to decrease Mm-hmm. All around the board. Yeah. But they've almost been eliminated for some players, right? Yeah. Boucher is getting garbage time minutes. For sure. Um, and, and he was, was big for us. And he's not a garbage right? time player. Yeah, he, he had back-to-back double-doubles. Yeah. Right? He had moments. Right? He had moments. Um, Terrence Davis had, you know, before Lowry came back, was was every, every night, I think for three straight games, he was having career highs in points, right? Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, Kyle coming back and Kyle being who Kyle is, Kyle was going to take a lot of people's minutes. But for it to go down to the numbers that it has been for some players, I don't understand that. Yeah. Right? The Hustle Gang is, uh, they almost broke up the Hustle Gang, right? <laughs> right? So we, like, they were playing before, so well that we had to coin a new name. We had to yeah, yeah. coin a new name for them, thinking like, we, we finally found our bench, right? Because before Kyle's injury, we're like, can the Raptors really go through a whole season playing a seven-man rotation? Yeah. Kyle, Serge get hurt, and all of a sudden, we're playing 10 guys. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, okay, we found our bench. 
Kyle come and Serge come back, and we have lost our bench again. And yeah. you know, there's there's a little bit of a, a disconnect there. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's been it's been not a good go for Boucher. Not a lot of minutes there tonight. What did he play? I want to say he played like three minutes, and it was yeah. legit garbage time minutes. Yeah. I want to say Boucher played four minutes, splash of three, yeah. of course. Because that's what I'm saying. Even, but I think Boucher is a, he's the type of player that even in those four minutes you notice him. Yeah. yeah whether yeah. it's him diving on the floor, whether it's him, he picks up offensive fouls. He does something against. Uh, sorry, on the, picks up fouls against the other team. He yeah, he's yeah. grabbing rebounds. He he'll splash a three. He'll block a shot. Like he comes in and he makes an impact. Yeah. So we're talking about Fred Van Fleet, and there's some comments coming in. So I'll try to get to some comments here. We're talking about Fred Van Fleet being out for the Raptors. And uh, DJ Raymond checks in and says, this is Freddie's team. Diaz co-signs and says, Freddie's time for sure. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm, I was interested in enjoying watching Freddie make this push, especially with Kyle out again. Yeah. He was going for like 21 and seven. But it's also the reminder that to be an NBA player, okay, the levels to it, which we bring up all the time, yep. is consistency. And can you put up those numbers consistently? Can you stay healthy consistently? Body recovery, right? Like all those things go into you being a consistent NBA player, much less a starting point guard in this league. And we haven't seen Freddie be consistently healthy his whole career yet, mm-hmm. right? And so yep. to now just assume that, hey, He's the guy. We're going to give him the bag, and he's going to be our dude. I just wanted to see it first. Of course. No, I don't know if I can say that this is Freddie's team. Now, the one thing I will say, I think, and let me know what you think, Foots. Tell me I'm wrong for sure, but I think the offense was running better with Freddie because at least they were running sets, and Freddie kept the ball moving. He keeps his dribble alive, and he's either dribbling it around the court. Sometimes you'll see him dribble into the lane, but keep his dribble, come all the way back around, but the ball was always moving. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it's stalling now with Lowry. Of course, and uh, let's keep it a buck. Lowry shouldn't be Lowry should be coming off the bench. Ooh, you can't. I'm gonna. I'm, listen. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call it how it is. Lowry Ooh. should be coming off the bench. Ooh. Van Fleet should be starting as our point guard. How would that happen though? Come on, because at the end of the day, if if we're saying Van Fleet is the future, you have to give him a legit but chance. We want to see if he's the future. Of course. So if okay. we want to see, we have to give him a legit chance. Okay. So what can Kyle just play off the ball more? And maybe, you know, Kyle's not the one bringing the ball up the floor. Okay, so yes, Kyle can, play, Kyle can play off the ball. Okay. But against the better teams, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to get exposed. Agreed. Right? The two, the two so guard if we, if, so if we want to So if we want to baby Lowry's feelings, that's cool. Mm-hmm. We start him against, you know, the semi-lukewarm <laughs> to bottom basement teams. But against the big-time teams, yo, listen, we might have to adjust. And Kyle has to understand that because you know what's going to happen now? One day next year, we're going to wake up and we're going to be like, hey, Kyle, man, you got to go to the bench. Hey, we, we're we moving. We have we have Van Fleet. And what's going to happen? That, it's, uh, it's, I'd, rather, it's, do I, it, I'd it, rather do it now than do it gonna, next year. It's not going to happen. I understand okay, what cool. you're saying. It's no, not, I understand what you're saying. And I'm not, and I'm not even saying that you're wrong. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like it definitely probably should happen. It just not because he's not. he's before before Kyle goes to the bench, Masai and Bobby will have to get to the phones and make the make a trade. <laughs> yeah. Then I, it's then, not gonna happen. Then so let's what, get Bobby. Is get Bobby and Masai ready then? Because well, at the end of the day, I'm oh, just yeah. a, I'm just I'm proactive. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're gonna have to have this conversation with Lowry at some time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I just hope that they're, time they're is not, not a time where it, it's, 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 it's go time for us. It's yeah. playoff time for us. It's a playoff push. And Lowry is, is, is in his feelings. I think it's going to be interesting, though, because, again, you're getting more Terrence Davis minutes consistently. So now, regardless of whatever happens, whether it's Kyle or Fred, bottom line is you're seeing you have, with Terrence Davis, two point guards that you could play. And, you know, again, is Kyle going to stay healthy for the whole rest of the season? No. I doubt it. Right? So it's just a thing where we're in a good position right now because we've seen that we have point guard depth. And it's funny because if you go back maybe 10 games ago, not even, maybe seven games ago, when the injuries happened and I said, we were talking about how, now I'm not saying, and I prefaced it and people still came at me in the mentions, (laughs) and I prefaced it and said, I'm not saying to trade Kyle Lowry. I'm just saying the fact that when you look at Terrence Davis now, at least you would feel a lot more comfortable with trading Kyle Lowry because you see that there's more to the depth, the organizational depth, than there was in training camp. In training camp, we would have been like, oh, we can't trade Lowry. Who's going to play point guard? Who's our backup point guard? Now you see that. Now, (laughs) 0-3, since Lowry's come back, and people are like, Oh, the the mentions are crazy. It's all no, trade Lowry, do this, do that, and and maybe trading him is excessive. I just want I just I just want a, a honest conversation and talking about decreasing minutes yeah. because he is up in age. Mm-hmm. Right, we can decrease minutes and still you're Def, still definitely, starting. Yeah. Definitely you're still the, playing starter def, minutes. Definitely the minutes, and that's why I was saying that you're going to start both because Fred is Fred it, th- th- deserves that role as starting point guard, but Kyle. Is not going to the bench. So you start both, but then throughout the second and third quarter, mm-hmm. you mix it up. So Fred should be playing with Terrence Davis. Stagger minutes. Right? Kyle with with Norm. Right? And you and you and you st- exactly stagger the minutes. minutes. And then going down the stretch, if Kyle and both if both well, Fred and Kyle. You just see who's hot, which is what they do anyways, but like OG, Norm, yeah. whoever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that's the but that's to me, that's what should be happening. Yeah. Because you're at a disadvantage playing two guys small who guards. are even small for the point guard position. For sure. Small right? for position. Throughout the game together. And you saw those matchups tonight, right? Yeah. Like Kyle Lowry was that guarding was Tobias. Tobias at times. Like, ben at times. A, that can't work in a playoff season. And that's why, and that's why like the, the, the last game against Philly, Feibel, Ennis, all those guys that didn't do nothing because there was a bigger guard. There was Norm was on them. It was Norm or Terrence Davis, who is actually, a, if you're going to call it, a combo guard, right? I think he's 6'4", so he actually has some size. So there was no uh, there was no mismatch. So Thibel didn't wasn't able to just shoot over everybody. Um, James Ennis wasn't able to shoot over anybody. But in today's game, those guys actually were able to make shots. I was going to say, in today's game, you've seen like Kyle Lowry was a post-up for the first entire quarter. Yeah, it was a tough go. Tobias Harris got off early. He went to work early. He finished this game with 26 points, but a lot of that damage came in the first half. First quarter, especially when Philly really got out to that run. And it was, what, the second quarter run where Philly went on, what was it, like a 20-9 to run by the Sixers? And that was basically the difference in the game. Yeah, and I mean, I I just think the Sixers got turnovers or the Raptors were sloppy. A mix of both, but either way... Ben Simmons got involved because he 
he's only successful when they get out on the break and run. Mm-hmm. And Ben Simmons did that in that game. And when he's doing that, he's scoring himself, but also getting other guys going. And that was basically the game. And you guys mentioned it. The two-point guard lineup, you can't play that against good teams. You can't. It's just not going to work. You're putting those two guys in tough positions. You're giving up an automatic mismatch. Gasol had to go and double team. Every time it was Lowry in the post, Gasol's right there. He has to slide over. They find the open man. Swing, swing. It's just not a good look. Um, But one of the reasons why Kyle Lowry has been a fan favorite for his feistiness and i'm seeing on twitter right now uh marcus hayes who is a columnist for the philadelphia inquirer tweeted kyle lowry exiting into the tunnel after a loss responds to heckling fan quote come see me about seven times while being restrained by teammates quote i live at 20th and lehigh come see me (laughs) kyle lowry talking to Philly fans. South Philly, Chile, <laughs> chill. <laughs> right? Even though what we do is wrong. Ah, right. oh, Kyle Lowry. I'm surprised Kyle don't have the big beard, no? You know <laughs> yeah, that, Philly, is, that is you a tradition. No, it's a beard? different era, though. No? I, I guess. Did maybe. he come up in that era? I guess no, he came up in that era. He came yeah, up in come that on. era. Yeah, come it on, is cool no. hearing the, the flip side beats going on while yep. they're playing the games, though. Uh, tough loss for the Raps again as they lose 110 to 104. Tobias Harris, a high score with 26 points for the Philadelphia 76ers. I thought they dis- the Raps still did a good job on Embiid. He only had 10 points in this game, eight rebounds, six assists, seven turnovers. Embiid still can't hang with Marc Gasol. And I know people are going to, you mentioned no. it, Foots. Gasol finished with zero points in this game. He went 0 for 6. Big egg. Uh, he laid an egg today. Are I you guess he was getting them back. MB no, was getting them back. No, no, he didn't. No, MB didn't get them back. No, zero not, for zero. Not at all. Not, not at all. It wasn't. De- not equal. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't defensive. Mark is not. We don't need Mark to score. They need MB. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't. think Joel. Twitter land's trying to hear that. <laughs> I don't. I'm not worried about what Twitter has to say. <laughs> right? We don't. We don't. We don't need Mark to to to, to get for twenty sure. and ten. If Gasol right? gets for six sure. points, we're happy. Yeah. But okay. But z- zero is is, is zero sucks. points. It's whack. No, no, no. Zero okay, points. Okay, we can whack. look at the rebounds. Like he wasn't. Zero. It's thirty points. Four. Re- what is it? Four rebounds he had. Uh, Forget yeah. the points. Four rebounds. But Gasol. But, but Gasol's job against Philly. Thirty minutes. Gasol. He's a big man. Gasol's job. You're supposed job, to wake up out of the bed by no. accident and get six defensive rebounds. Gasol. Four rebounds. No. Gasol's job against yeah. Philly he has is thir- to make sure Embiid has that type of so box Q, score. So Q, he's out there for thirty minutes. As long as Embiid has that type of box score, what, score, what I'm box happy. score does he have? Embiid. Embiid had ten points, eight rebounds, six assists, three of seven shooting. And we and we still what? We still lost, right? Yeah, but. Come on, guys! I'm not putting that Marcus on Mark. My big, my big, who's Marcus playing 30 minutes? I don't, I don't mind. We do pay him for for Embiid's stat line, a thousand percent. Yep. But you can't have four rebounds when you've been playing for 30 minutes. But you just said he's been running out, having to double team all all types of mismatches, so he's not in position to Did get. Philly miss shots tonight. To get, I know Philly missed shots for today. Sure. So you're telling, so you're telling me OG, you're telling me OG has 10 rebounds. Mm-hmm. OG can get me 10 from the three. You're the four or five, and you're closer to the rim, and you can't get me more than four? I'm just saying. But Marcus All has never been on the Raptors since he's been on the Raptors. He's never been that kind of rebounder. What, a, a, a seven, eight rebound a guy? No. Not really. If he, if he gets into double-digit rebounds, we're like, whoa. 
Great game for Gasol. Okay, so I'm gonna have to flip side and join and the Twitter guys that are. are and that I also are on think Mark the ma- ship him because. And, and I also and I also think the matchup, what the matchup also dictates that because Embiid does not go into the post against Marcus Gasol. Embiid is always at the three point line, so. With Mark now guarding him at the three-point line, he's not under the basket to get rebounds. I, I'm sticking to my words from last year. I don't care what Marc Gasol does this year. <laughs> he already earned his money from last percent. year, and we're paying him this year for last year. And as long as he continues, because remember, Embiid, Embiid had the zero-point had... game, and then Embiid went out and had, what, 27 and 17 against the Knicks, 32 and 11 against the Pacers, 16 and 11 night? against Utah, 26 and 21 against Washington. He sat out last night's game. He was hurt, and then played tonight and had ten points and six and eight rebounds. Yeah, it's great. So Marcus Gasol, Marcus Gasol did his job. Marcus Gasol's only reason, and Masai will never admit this, but I'm pretty sure the only reason they got Marcus Gasol was for the matchup against Joel Embiid in the playoffs. No, I hear you. That's what I think. I don't know. Yeah, and but he played great defense against Embiid. I just would like more rebounds for my for my center. You are correct. Who's playing thirty minutes and is on the floor? Totally correct. You're totally correct. And and and, hey, that's why there's rumors of Tristan Thompson. (laughs) We'll save that conversation for another day. You're right, though. I hear you. I hear you. Of course, your center should be getting more rebounds than that. Of course, he should. But as long as he keeps Embiid's not getting those twenty and 10s, 20, 20 and 15s, 20. whatever. I'm I'm okay with my and even And even Embiid, I'm sure Embiid, what do you have? What do you say? He had eight rebounds or something like that? I'm sure most of that was against Ibaka. Yeah, Gasol was in foul trouble early on in this yeah. game, right? Um, but let's get to some more comments here. People, let's see what is going on here. Uh, Diaz checks in and says, this is still Kyle's team. Uh, there's a solid argument going on between Freddie and Kyle in the group chat right now. Yeah. Uh, Exodus Movement says, you're right, ball movement kept those men moving, and now mm-hmm. shit changed up. Uh, also says, stop, Kyle has to start. Uh, Pastor Wesley says, Kyle can assume D. Wade's role from last year. Look at the similarities in age. It's an mm-hmm. interesting point. D. Wade, I and mean, that, if D. Wade came off the bench in Miami. Then Kyle can come off the Kyle, bench. Yes, but the only thing I'll say is, Pat Riley, what are you telling Pat Riley? Mm-hmm. And Spo, and what do you, and really Pat Riley compared to what are you telling Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse can't tell Kyle. And I and I still think and I still think he can't. He's, he's gonna have to get Masided. But I, I, I still <laughs> think I can't involved. even tell no, Kyle. I, st- I still think it's different. Masai I still can, but I, look at their the, relationship already. Masai jokes yeah, around about it all the time. Sure. But Kyle I think their mind, me, Kyle, Kyle, like Kyle, me. and D Wade's mindset are different. I think D Wade. Knew he was done. He went back to Miami. He's like, I'm gonna help this franchise that, you know, move on, and I'm gonna mentor guys. Kyle's not. Kyle's still thinking I can play. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm the all star on this team. Someone on Instagram yeah. says Kyle ain't coming off the bench, even if it's the right basketball move. Nick Nurse doesn't have the cojones to pull the trigger. Wow. <laughs> you need big cojones. Like it's it's not. First off, look, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Okay. But I think because because I don't even, because I, I don't think, think because I don't think Norm or anybody else has earned the right to start over Lowry. That's also for sure. That's another thing. That's also for sure. So like I said, you start them both. If if it matters to if it matters to them and it keeps Kyle happy, start them both. But throughout the game, you got to go with there's the young guy lineup and then there's the, the the more veteran guy lineup. So you play Kyle and Norm and Serge. You play Marcus, Freddie, Siakam, Terrence Davis. Yeah. 
and, and, and those two you, lineups and you, do, and do different and, things. So you're playing exactly, a different play style. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then and it, it also keeps the other team off balance. Because you got the run and gun team and you got the half court pick and roll team. Who yeah. do you how do you defend that? How do you how do you game plan against that? No, for sure. Uh, no, I agree with you guys, you know, but and the conversation keeps, has to be had. And it keeps, sure. anybody, decreasing and it keeps minutes. anybody happy. For sure. Decrease uh, minutes, for sure. And oh, these guys are going to have to grow some kahunas because at the end of the day, the Kyle Lowry situation is not going away. But it also depends so, on what you want and what the organization wants from this season. That's it. Because... And I think they're still torn. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, because I'm still you either torn. Want, no, but I'm, but I'm saying you either want to have this like victory lap like hey we won the championship last year and we're gonna give kyle his like farewell like hey this is great this is still your team your shot to repeat and and be legit and whatever or okay we won the championship last year that was our one shot and now it's rebuild time so we need to look at who's the next core pieces of the next iteration of this team and can they do both at the same time i don't know and i think I don't know if you. I don't know if you can do both, but I think there's still. I think. I think because I'm torn, mm-hmm. right? Because there's part. Of, there's part of me that looks at the Eastern Conference and says, "Why not? Why could it not? Why could not that we're gonna win everything? But why, why can't we get back there? Because M- Philly, Boston, and Milwaukee. I don't fear them. I don't think that they're levels yeah. up above us when we're playing the way we've we've shown that we can play. Right at the same time, you're 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 also thinking like we have to figure out who's real and if the the, the if the goal is Giannis, who's going to be on this team when Giannis comes around? Yeah. And also, obviously, if you give Freddie thirty, is there enough money for Giannis? You know no, what I mean? To, I mean, no matter what, I mean they'll they'll they'll, 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 they'll make room. They'll make room. <laughs> obviously, they'll make room. But what I'm saying is, then you're gonna have to again, you have to see like. Okay, well, if he's getting 30, who's coming off the books, yeah. right? Uh, more comments here off Instagram, and I want to get to your thoughts on this, guys. Uh, someone says, it doesn't matter if Gasol laid an egg. The offense doesn't go through him. Definitely. Which I think the inference is that it goes through Embiid, which I don't even know if that's true. I guess it probably should go through Embiid. He's their number one option. Who, like, I still hate his game so much. Why is Embiid ever shooting threes? Why is Embiid ever taking fadeaway like long twos? I don't, I don't get it at all. But I think he only does that against Toronto. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, Prince checks in and says Lowry no longer fits with this team. This is Siakam and Fred Van Fleet's team now. I don't. You're not. I, and, can and I we're ask, not. Can I ask a question okay. though? Can I ask a question though? The the Raptors fans that think this, mm-hmm. what is a Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam <laughs> team? Like, what that. does that mean? Like what? How good is that team? Yeah. Like, does that team win a round in the playoffs? Does it win two rounds? Do you know what I mean? It depends like, who we play first round, right? But, or, but the point of what I'm saying is like, what does that really mean? A Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam team, and I, I don't. I'm not saying that as a diss. I'm just saying that as like, if I'm Kyle Lowry, there's still gonna be part of me that's like, hold on here. What What are we really talking about? Right? Like I'm well, Kyle Lowry. Exactly. <laughs> right and and whether rightly or wrongly i just don't know what a fred van fleet and pascal siakam team is and so i think this team is still in transition i sure. think right but whereas whereas the people that that say this is a fred and a fred and pascal team are thinking that the transition has happened mm-hmm. and we're in that next phase yeah right we're in transition okay we still only have one player on this team sorry other than marcus all that has been to an all, 
All Star game. That, that he he is our All Star. He is our leader, right? And mm-hmm. he's been that for the last seven years. Yeah. Right. Yes, Pascal. I mean, we're still calling it a glow up, right? It's not Pascal has arrived or Freddie has arrived. Yeah. It is their time to come up. So they're in a transition phase, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're not there where where Kyle is just we we would just run past Kyle's time, right? We're transitioning towards Freddie and Pascal's time, but it's not like it's here's thirty million here, here's thirty million, take us to the promised land, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, we wouldn't be thinking about Giannis twenty twenty one, right? <laughs> it's funny you say that because Alex brings up something here and he just says, "LOL, we talking about financial plans for Giannis when the Bucks are twenty and three and still have them until at least twenty twenty one." Yeah, you, you okay talk? with that? Yeah, okay. Wishful thinking, player. <laughs> Put it out in the air. Speak uh, it into existence, the, maybe. The follow-up, the Bucks are a good regular season team like the Rockets. When the rotations See? get shortened, they shrink under pressure. Who's, who's, who said that? That uh, person knows, knows his stuff. Diaz. Yeah. Diaz know your stuff. <laughs> coach Bud ain't built. Regular right. season coach. And, that, and that's exactly why I said where, where that's why. And I think that is the reason why there's still kind of that the Raptors can repeat. Towards the Raptors should rebuild. There's still a because nobody in the East really. There's no runaway team in the East. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I agree. Milwaukee did this last year. So Sage checks in and says the main issue right now is there's no one to check the players. Kawhi was that factor. Mm. I think there's no. I think there's no player to 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 follow. Like this guy's the are the man. So we're gonna follow him. It, it, I think it's I think it's hard. I think I think what he's trying to say is there's no player on the team to check Kyle. <laughs> yes, right? Right? Because Kyle is that guy to check the others. Kyle yep. is okay. our leader. What I think I think the issue here is what and what everybody's saying is that is that it's hard when it it's hard when the leader of your team is not your best player. player. So Very the follow up so so the follow-up says, credit to Siakam for getting that bag of money. Got it before the Raps recognize he gets shook. There are levels in Siakam not even close. He cannot close. It's Siak- okay. It's, he's not, young. Again. Yeah, I'm not here he for He just this. got here. Yeah. And I'll be honest. I fall on the side where normally I'm like, yo, Siakam doesn't earn the bag. Like, to me, I was always a guy that said, yo, DeMar, I'm not giving him max money. He's not a max player. In my mind, max player means blank, blah, 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 blah. And eventually I had to get over that because the reality is if Ben Simmons is getting the bag, if Jamal Murray got the bag, you can't look at Siakam and not give him the bag. Thank you. He has a ring. (laughs) Right? So I I know that Siakam is a max money guy, and with that comes expectations. Responsibilities. And responsibilities, but... We know Siakam's not there yet, yeah. right? Like you're doing this as an investment and trusting the process that he, we've watched him put in work year in, mm-hmm. year out and develop. And he did and it. he will continue but, to do that. But he also did it when it mattered, right? So he's mm-hmm. been yep. through a playoff run, mm-hmm. being our second best player and put up numbers in the playoffs. For sure. Whereas Jamal Murray, Ben Simmons have not. Correct. Right? So it's, it's, not, it's not about, I think, again, I think, the depth. I mean, the the good part of the run we went on when Kyle and Serge was was out was we found out that we we have depth. The bad part is they were already planning the parade, 
<laughs> they're they're planning the, the the second parade to make sure we get it right this time, yeah. right? So we've seen him do it for seven games or for most for better part of seven games, being our best player and being in the MVP conversation. And three bad games later, everybody's like, "Oh, he shouldn't have got the money." And you can't. We have to stop flip flopping like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I'm I'm True. good with the investment that is Siakam. All he's shown is that he works. He works. He's in the lab. He wants to get better. Oh, that's a great investment. We got to do, and I say we as in a collective, like in terms of the organization needs to put him in a better position to succeed. And right now, that position is not we dump it to him and have him try to go ISO one-on-one. Um, Raptor Homer checks in on Twitter and says, am I worried? Nope. But that defensive intensity in the last seven minutes should be maintained. Uh Agreed, but I'm not going to read too much into that. Like, the Sixers, second night of a back-to-back, right? And, like, it was a blow-well. Again, the Sixers aren't that good. They couldn't handle They couldn't handle a, a college press. That's basically True. what it was. I don't disagree with that. Right. The Brett, Brett Brown, not a good coach. I mean, they called a timeout after the, after they seen the Raptors were going to press. <laughs> and the play out of the timeout was seven, not, to give it to, not to give it to Ben Simmons, your yeah. point guard, not to give it to Raul Neto, your backup point guard, but to give it to your, your small forward, T- Tobias Harris, in the backcourt. I don't know how that happened, but that's obviously not the play you want to run coming out of a timeout, knowing that a press is coming. So I'm going to ask something, because I think that the starting lineup should probably change. I just think against good teams, you can't play those two guards. And you mentioned that no one has really come forward and like taken that taken spot. That spot either. And most observers would assume that it's Norm that would get the call. No. No, but I'm saying okay, most go, observers okay, would okay. assume yeah. that it would be Norm that would get right. the call. Norm's the one that has already started when Kyle went down. Right. But could it probably be Rondé? Definitely. And like OG plays the two? Yes, that was exactly what I was going to say. Rod, anytime you are playing a big time player, a Ben Simmons, a Kawhi, a LeBron, Rondé needs minutes. He is our best defender, best on-ball defender. I just think that he's scrappy. And, 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 and the, scrappy. Raptors, the Raptors, the way that they play, especially with Gasol and Siakam as the front court guys, is very finesse, right? It's mm-hmm. very, like, perimeter-oriented. It's very, you know, you're either driving and laying it up. It's not, there's not much of a power game involved in that. Mm-hmm. And when these games get tighter, and especially come playoff time when possessions matter and they're more valuable, rebounding is key, rebound is getting key. offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, diving on the floor, extra possessions, just muddying up the game. And making the other players work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Rondé brings, especially Definitely. in these games when, you know. And again, I'm not saying send Kyle or Fred to the bench, mm-hmm. but Rondé comes in. You're saying more minutes. More minutes. More, Rondé is the first person off the bench in those games. And Kyle and Fred throughout the game get split up. So Lisa checks in and says, Kyle is the heart of the team. It's okay. He doesn't have to be the Siakam or Fred alone team. It's their team. And what what is this with bashing Kyle? Kyle was the one keeping the team in the game tonight. Come on, guys. Yeah, Kyle had a good game. He shot 50% from the field. He shot 50% from three. He played a great game. But again, too, hometown cooking maybe. Sometimes you know? I just think that it's the way that Kyle goes about it, right? And there's there's stats, and you mentioned last pod, you're talking about empty stats, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Kyle had empty stats, but I bring that up to say 
sometimes when you look at how he's getting his points, and he got to the line eight of nine, right? A lot of free throws. Yep. A lot of that is just being done by Kyle alone. And you look at the assist numbers. He led the team, had a team-high five assists only. That's not enough ball movement. That's, that's not definitely. enough field goals Even, off of assists. But I think last year he he led he led the league. Sorry for yeah. he led the league for a good a good chunk of the season yeah. in assists last year. What happened yeah. to that? Even right? even even so, the, even the start of the season. But I think I think like I said, these last three games it has been more than just Kyle. It's been the whole team sure. kind of struggling. Yep. And yeah. I think when Kyle sees that, that's when he starts driving to the basket, trying to get fouls. Getting yeah. getting to the line and he, he he does that. So yes, the assists were down, but also again the movement was down. The ball movement, the team offense. Kyle, Siakam wasn't having a good game. Fred was out of the game. Mark wasn't shooting the ball, right? So there there wasn't there really wasn't that opportunity for him to get those easy assists, mm-hmm. right? So and they were down twenty and. The reason why you need a Kyle Lowry, why this team needs a Kyle Lowry, is when things are going, getting tough. You know he has the mental capacity to just okay. I'm gonna try and will Bully us. Through. Bully through. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I, he. He's the one guy you know is going to try to at least fight through through the hard times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Sinova Six checks in and says the main issue with Kyle and Fred lineups is that they're trying to do similar things on the court that worked when Kawhi was there. Since he had that gravity, but it doesn't work as well anymore. It's an interesting point, but the 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 thing I really want to get into with the Kawhi not being here, the biggest thing when you go back to last year, and the biggest thing with any superstar, right, is the pacing of the game, the way that they're controlling the game. What I mean by that is the Sixers. How many times did the Raptors get blown out all last season? Maybe five times. Maybe, Maybe? That... I don't know, right? But the point I'm the point I'm trying to make is the reason why that didn't happen was because. When a lead got to like 15, Kawhi says, okay, I'm getting the next three buckets to cut this lead back down to 10 before the second quarter ends. Or I need to make a stop right now and get to the line to stop the other team's run, right? And there's just moments, and any superstar does that. We witnessed that with Kawhi last year, and I feel like this year, these guys are all trying to do the same thing so far because we don't know what the food chain is yet. You know what I mean? So so it's like, okay, we need a bucket. Things are spinning out of control. Ben Simmons is feeling it. Philly's going on a run. Okay, Kyle's going to come down and try to take that deep dagger three or your favorite foots when he drives and just like throws himself into the into the, yeah, the, the defender yeah. trying to get to the free throw line. It's, it's just not the same. But they need to not do that, right? And just yep. run offense? They need exactly. To, yep, they need it's ball movement. Just like we were talking about earlier on, it has to be ball movement. That takes it away because when we're talking about Kawhi, Kawhi was doing that dolo by himself. He would go on personal 9-0, 12-0 runs, oh, yeah. and then make sure, hey, I'm going to stop the clock and get some points by going to the line two or three times. Right? Yeah. So we don't have that element, obviously. So we just got to move the ball around, and everybody gets a touch, and whoever's hot, shoot the ball. Right? So. Yeah. Super interesting point in the season for the Toronto Raptors as they fall 110 to 104 to the Philadelphia 76ers. Raptors fall to 15 and 7 on the season overall. They've lost three games in a row. The record on the road is now 6 and 5. But as mentioned, I don't think it's time to like overreact. You know what you need because this you, is a tough need, stretch of the season. Back you, need, you need this, right? If you just breeze through the regular season, 
play, like the playoffs are not going to be like no, those. But I think people thought that when they were going hot, they yeah. thought they were going to breeze through the season. Whereas I've been saying from the start of the year, yeah. the Eastern Conference, right? Like got better. The difference, no, but the difference from like one to six is like so. But that's what I'm not saying is that you can't just breeze through a season. This mm-hmm. is. It, it, Right, Milwaukee had that last year. Milwaukee had the best record in the league. Right, mm-hmm. what happened? We went four straight against them. Right, yeah. so you need this adversity, right? Because diamonds, right? The diamond in the rough mentality. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This is how you get to that next level. This is right. You go through this because maybe this is maybe this is where the team figures out that hey, hey it's Fred's team, and it, we need to move on from from Kyle. Right? Maybe this is maybe this is maybe <laughs> right? Because if everything is hunky dory going yeah, yeah, yeah. right, then then you never really get to see who who rises above. Who's the who, you know what I mean? For sure. So, pressure. So, yeah. Pressure exactly. I just think the Raps as a team overall, they're a solid team. They're a good team. They're an above average NBA team. Yeah. But the Eastern Conference is a dogfight. And to just yes, like is. throw them into the top of the Eastern Conference, I wasn't okay with that at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by the run that they made with the injuries. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so now when you have games against three legit, legit teams, these are the show-me games to me. These are the show-me games to me. And, hey, <laughs> win against the Bulls, and then we know that man is back on Wednesday. Oh. Hopefully he plays. Mm-hmm. But it's just a tough part of the schedule, and that's going to happen. It that's going to happen at points. So exactly. we had a great can't West overreact. Coast. We had a, Yeah, we can't overreact because we had a great – West Coast trip, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then, you know, we got to take our wins with the losses. At the end of the day, the, the basketball guys, right? The, you stole some games out west, right, that kind of make up for these games. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. So, again, you're still you're still with a winning record where beginning of the season, you if you would have looked at this this last stretch of maybe 10 games, yeah. you would have been happy probably going 5-5, five and five, right? But we're, we're, still, we're still in the plus category, so we're still above where – we probably thought we would be at this point in the season. At least we're not sixth. I just knew we weren't going to be sixth in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I have no comment. I'm just that's that. ESPN <laughs> talk. You know what I mean? So, I have, yeah, I have no that's comment. ESPN talk. What did I alone? say? I I said bottom, right? I said five to eight somewhere. That's where the Raptors would finish in the in the Eastern uh, standings. In the regular season, five to eight. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, five to eight. The bottom four playoff spots. One of those four. I said top three. Right now they're in fifth. Okay. A half game ahead of Indiana, and what two and a half games up on the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, reality. Hey, I'm just yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying uh, again, no, no, no. but again, no, no, but I know, but here, but we're still, it's still early in the it's season. Still it's still super early in the season. early in the season. It's super early in the season, and again, the Raptors are so much rotation wise that the Raps need to figure out, and you're gonna figure it out because, hey. You have you have no choice, and like this is what Nick Nurse is good at. He's figuring out his rotations, juggling different starting lineups. We saw him do it all year last year, yeah. and people people forget the Raps won what fifty eight games last year. If they played their whole team and ran it out there, they could have won like sixty four games. Yeah. Like if they went out every game, if there's yeah. no load management, yep. if and because we You're only right. talk about load management, we don't talk about like the twenty games that Kyle also missed too, right? Yeah. But if they ran out their whole team fully. For a whole year. Yeah. Right? We, so we got sixty plus. I just think it, it's weird because we gotta kind of react to what happened last year in the sense that last year's 
regular season didn't matter as much because we knew it was about the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But now as we come back to this year where obviously it's not championship expectations, it's a different kind of vibe, but the regular season wins do matter when you're going to be jockeying for position because you want to play Philly at home again in that game seven and not on the road, right? You want to play Boston at home, not in Boston. Same thing with, right? So it's interesting. So all these wins... They need to get back to the winning of, ways. Of course. But like, like I said, you know, nobody thought going into that LA game you were going to come out with a win, right? Mm-hmm. Against I agree. Games, right? So, again, the season the season has a funny way of balancing itself out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You steal a win here. You shit the bed over here. Oh, For sure. Game, right? It's, in the end, I still think they're they're getting home court advantage first round. But, yeah. You know, I'm saying that not knowing what Vic Oladipo. But also, yeah. When that he's come, five, every, when every, he's every, that 4-5 is dangerous. If we're talking about 4-5 with Philly, you're talking a 4-5 matchup I'm saying, you're talking a 4-5 matchup with Philly. You're talking a 4-5 matchup with Indiana. Those aren't easy teams no, to play not against. Not at right? all. And especially when, you know, then you get in back into the conversation of the difference last year. You knew you were walking into most series with the best player. Yeah. Are you going to say that this year in the playoffs? Oh, long ways to go. Long ways yeah, to go. Be tough. Long ways you to know go. what? We're, journey. We're, we're talking about this early December. Messiah hasn't worked any magic yet. So <laughs> who knows? Who know. knows? Very true. But again, the Raptors fall. And if you look at their upcoming sched, they got the Bulls tomorrow night or Monday night. And then you got Kawhi and the Clippers at Scotiabank Arena on Wednesday, Saturday. Interesting game against the Brooklyn Nets. I'm Assume Kyrie should be back by then. Yeah. He's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. And then he got then it eases up. You got Cleveland, Detroit, Washington. So, you know. Yeah. I think that Chicago game is a good game for them to kind of get their groove back and yeah. be ready for the for the Let big Siakam boy. Let's go for, for 35. For the big boy game on come come Wednesday. Yep. Kawhi better play. Yeah, I think he has to. He better play. I think I don't think the league I don't think Doc wants to give up any more money. He better play. Him and PG. I wanna, and I want also, them to see I'm starting full, this campaign from before. I know there's still like three days before, and we'll talk about it on tomorrow's pod. But like, if you boo Kawhi Leonard, you need to like check Come yourself on, like elsewhere. Yeah. Like I'm not here to tolerate. Like I understand you can be salty that the man left, but yeah, I don't man, even know. I, I listen, man. I, I don't even I don't, know about that one. I don't think that you should be. But I'm saying if you are. That's on you, you to choose to be negative and not remember the happy times that he brought the city along with the rest of the squad. But he's going to get a ring, right? They're probably going to have some ceremony where they give him the ring before the game. Some videos. He better get cheered. Standing ovation. Standing now, ovation. if you choose to boo him during the game, cool, whatever. It's during the game. You're rooting against the other team. Whatever. I'm cool with that. But there should be no shenanigans. No nothing. I agree. And I still think there should be a statue outside Torontonians outside the Scotia Just, just show Kawhi that we're a class act, man. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Agreed. But and hopefully you didn't then boo booze, this podcast. Then boo is behind after. Hopefully you didn't boo this podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We brought you some uh, some levity after a tough loss by the Toronto Raptors as they fall. But Foots, where can the people find you if they want to hit you up in between games and appearances on this Wrap It Up podcast? Um... On social media, Eastside O, and at DDS Caps. And you see the logo in the back, right? The DDS Caps. Yes, sir. Cute. Uh, you can find me in my personal 
personal Instagram and Twitter. Uh, simply underscore just underscore Q. And then, of course, always hit us up. Check us out at DBS Caps. Again, I'm also Shmoo. I like these comments we're getting late on Twitter here. So Tammy says, seriously, who the hell would boo Kawhi? <laughs> uh, JC says, I'm secretly bitter about him leaving, but wouldn't express it publicly or boo him, LOL. I respect that. I like that. I, I respect like that. Him. And Raptor Homer says, those who boo Kawhi, they don't know basketball. <laughs> I mean, I mean. But again, my name is Sean Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in. As you do live on each episode of Wrap It Up on Twitter at Shell Alexander. Taking your comments and questions there as well as on Instagram as always at Sheldon Alexander. And of course, like us, subscribe, rate us, all that fun stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and on YouTube. Like and subscribe. And seriously, the comment section, you were talking about that the other day. I don't know if you went to the comment section of the last video on YouTube, but there's like a hundred comments on there. Are you and serious? people are like heated. Yep. Like the well, conversation is it. is very lit. Okay. I'm just saying, really appreciate you guys rocking with us because this is what we want to do. Create a space for basketball fans to talk about it. Whatever goes on, win or lose, we're here for the diehard Raptor fan that wants to break down. And, you know, maybe you need some consoling after the game. We're here for you there, too. But most importantly, we try to give you the real talk. And it's just our opinions. It's what we think, what you think. It's just real talk. That's what we try to do here, right? Because I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. I'm not Maasai. But I ain't either. We can give you our opinions on that because we watch a lot of basketball and we love and rep everything that is the city of Toronto. Yes. Right? So, again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thanks for rocking with us on the Wrap It Up podcast because I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Peace. Peace out. Oh, blast.